It's tangent time. The I was going to do a prank edition, but I decided not to. So my original plan was because it was April Fool's Day yesterday, technically, because it's after midnight. I was going to do a tangent time and I was going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to do a reading of a book. And then I would have just sat in silence with page flips for half an hour and be like, oh, you thought I meant it loud and then ended it there. But I decided against that because I'm lazy and that would require minimal but still effort. <laughs> um, did not do that. Did not do that. Um, so mom and I had a conversation today about relationships and stuff again. Um, because, you know, I brought up the whole mortality thing and the fact that I was very sad at the thought that my parents won't be around if I get married. Um, because let's be real, if I'm not going to get married until I'm in my forties or later, they're going to be in their seventies, eighties and, you know, and they said, don't worry about it. Cause they're like, if we're not physically there, we're going to be there in spirit, which, you know, I get, but it's not the same thing. Anyways, um, and then it, we, you know, brought up the whole uh, stuff. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to kind of describe it, but um, my mom was getting my dad's input on this stuff because he's a guy, and you know, us girls tend to think things very emotionally. Um, and one of the things that they brought up, like one of the things mom asked dad was like, what was the first, like, what is the first thing you notice as a guy? Um, aside from like the obvious and he's like, well, I look at their face and see how they kind of are like, and then that's the whole self-confidence thing, which for me is unfortunately a can of worms that I do need to hash out in therapy. Um, which I did tell mom, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't end up having any appointments in March. Um, so I have two back to back in April um, because <laughs> March was a hard month. There was a lot. There was a lot going on this month, this past month. Um, there was a, there was a lot going on. Um, so there's a lot to hash out. But um, I talked about like you know the the you know society because like my one cousin got engaged. Like several several of my cousins are married, engaged, have kids what have you. I am the last single cousin in Ontario, in, on, in, in the Ontario family. Um, I don't know about the BC family because I don't really talk to them, but I am the last single one of the Ontario family. And my cousin, my youngest cousin is getting married next summer. They were engaged around the same time as my other younger cousin. Um, but now they're getting married in the summer next year. <laughs> so... I'm just like, damn, I'm going to be 30 and probably single at that time. Um, yay. <laughs> but, and like I was talking to my mom and I'm like, honestly, I, I don't, I wouldn't be overly surprised if we didn't get an invite primarily because like we haven't been to the last number of family functions. First of all, it's pretty hard to get out there for them, but also like I haven't felt that comfortable and that's probably my own thoughts about stuff, but like they're, I want to say, the, the aunts and uncles are definitely very go-getter type people. Um, and after talking with my mom, I thought the cousins were pretty go-getters themselves as well. But after talking to mom, she kind of enlightened me that that 
isn't exactly the case. Um, <laughs> but like every time we go, there was like, oh, are you still at the call center? And I'm like, yeah, I'm still at the call center. And they're like, oh, okay. So I feel very stagnant um, compared to like my cousins. And, and, you know, my mom kind of brought up the fact that, yeah, no, that's, that's not the case. Um, yes, I haven't done a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> but as far as like, being a go-getter I always thought that my cousins were kind of all go-getters and stuff too and she's like well I mean if you look at these guys and then these guys and then you know them not quite the case which made me feel a little bit better um because I don't know maybe that's just how I've seen them um anyway but when we were talking about relationship stuff again because you know I'm getting older. Um, we were talking about, like, because one of the things that I've always been kind of uh, worried about is the fact that I have never been in a relationship, so I don't know how I'm going to be when I'm in a relationship, and, like, I don't have any experience and stuff. And I've always seen that as a bad thing because I don't know who I am in a relationship. I don't know how I'm going to be. I can speculate till the cows come home, but I don't no and my mom was just like well if you think about it then that's actually not a bad thing because then you're not going in with any preconceived notions um and I'm like yeah that's true and then I won't also have anything to like compare against um because I know sometimes when people get into relationships they're always worried about being compared to the person's ex or you're comparing it potentially to like previous relationships. Oh, they did this, they did that or whatever. Or you go in with the worries of previous relationship stuff. Um, and they're like, well, technically you're not going in with any relationship baggage. And I'm like, that can be both good and bad because I'm also not going in with any relationship experience. And they're like, um, my mom joked, she's like, well, you know, if you're not going in with any relationship experience, then that means that they can they can kind of train you how they want you from scratch. <laughs> but the reality there is that I feel like it might be a little easier now that my mom and I have had that conversation and like, you know, she was asking my dad and stuff and she's like, do you see this as a bad thing? And he's like, no, not really. It's actually probably a better thing. Um, it makes a lot of sense because realistically that means that like I said I don't I don't have anybody that they have to worry about me comparing them to um I don't have any past relationship drama like oh they cheated on me or they were a horrible person to me or we fought all the time like I don't have any of that um and as long as the person is patient with me about the fact that I've never been in a relationship, it, it, it could be just fine. Because another thing that I was worried about and that I'm like slightly afraid about is that they won't have the patience to deal with the fact that I've never been in a relationship, so there's going to be things that I'm not sure of or that I may not do, um, not right, but like that I may not fully grasp is normal. But as mom said, she's like, well, realistically, every relationship is different. And that's very true. But then we got talking and stuff and she's like, well, I mean, it's not a bad thing because it also means that you don't just settle. And I'm like, yes, but also like, is it a 
bad thing that I've never had any relationships because it's not a matter of settling for me. It's a matter of like my standards, I would, I would say are not too high. My main thing is that we have compatible morals. They don't have to be identical, but they have to be compatible. Everything else we can work with. Like, like there's, there's a lot that I don't care about is the same with the other person, but the morals is the biggest thing. Like, I obviously don't want someone who's going to go out and kick puppies for fun because <laughs> that's not, that's a no. <laughs> um, but like, as long as our morals are similar enough, and I guess maybe our views on love and relationships are similar enough, then really that's the stuff that I kind of care about. Physical appearance or what's on the outside doesn't really matter to me as much. So, you know... Um, and then my mom's like, well, what about the guy at the bar? And I'm like, well, yeah, we discussed this already. Unfortunately, um, he does things other than weed. So, or he's mentioned that he does things other than weed, which isn't a problem. I'm not judging for that, but it's just not something that I personally care to have in my life. So, <laughs> cause weed's legal here in Canada, but like, it's never been a thing that I've overly been concerned about. And now, especially that it's legal. But anything else is kind of like, well, you know, and mom's like, well, you know, I, yeah, I experimented when I was in college, when I was a kid, blah, 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 like a young adult. And I'm like, that's fine. But when it's not necessarily just for the sake of experimentation, then it's not really my ball game. So, and like I said, I don't judge people for doing that because it's their life, it's their whatever and, and whatever have you, but it's just not something that I personally care to partake in. Um... So it's just, it's one of those things, like, as soon as I find that kind of thing out, it's just like, no, that, that made me lose whatever interest I had. Cause that was the same with one of my coworkers that I was sort of interested in. And I thought maybe was interested in me. Then I found out he does stuff that I don't really care to do myself. Um, so, you know, that's a no for me. Anyways, um, but we were talking about the fact that going into a relationship from ground zero is not a bad thing and she kind of helped me see it a little bit better about it um and then like we were talking about like I I talked about like the fact that realistically I don't know if my first relationship will be the only one I ever have because the thing is it's gonna be very new and like there's a lot that I'm not gonna know if the person is patient enough about that, then yeah, it could probably last forever. <laughs> but that really also will depend on how okay the other person is with the fact that it's all new for me. Um, and like, but we were talking about like how, like, um, I was talking about how I... I'm very glad that my mom and dad have stayed together for, like, they said they've been together for nearly 20 years now. Because um, I think it's in a few days, she said, that's when they started dating. And it's been nearly 20 years since they've been together. And mom was like, now, if this had been, like, going on 40 years, she joked, like, I would, I would say, like, I hate you. Gotta get out of here. Blah, blah, blah. Jokingly, of course. But 
the one thing I like about that and that my parents have in a relationship is they can joke about that stuff and they know that they don't mean it. They can joke about like, oh, I hate you or like you drive me nuts or you drive me crazy or like, you know, or but they know that at the end of the day, they still love each other and that they're not going to just leave because of a fight or something. And we were talking about how it's not a bad thing to fight in a relationship as long as you can make it past it. She said that one of the things that she was looking for when she started getting into relationships or like when she was looking for one more seriously and stuff was someone that would be someone that they can still fight with and they wouldn't leave at the first sign of trouble. And the thing for me is that I absolutely am well aware that relationships are not as they are in movies. Yes, it would be great to think that way, but... (laughs) realistically relationships are work yes you might have some fun as far as like the honeymoon phase goes and stuff but once that part's over you have to be willing to work to keep the relationship alive and as long as you're both willing to put in the work it could go forever and it doesn't always mean that you're going to get along because what I was talking to my mom about and, and one of the things that I've kind of had as a nice standpoint I would say is that when you're fighting, it shouldn't be you against them or them against you. It should be both of you against the problem. But I know that's ideal. Idolizing. What is the word? Idealizing? Fucking English is stupid because those all mean different things if you say them differently. Inflection is important and I don't know which one's right, but whatever. Um, Idealizing, I think, is the right way to say it, but anyways... Like, it's it's not trying to romanticize it because my therapist and I have also talked about this. She's like, realistically, to think about it in a non-romantic standpoint, it's like a business agreement. And I'm like, thank you. I get that. And this is my view that's been for fucking, like, years and years and years. <laughs> like, And the thing, though, too, is like, that the thing about it, though, is you have to be willing to know this going into it and work through it if it comes up communication is key communication is key you have to communicate things with the people you have to communicate if something bothers you you have to communicate if you need something you have to communicate if if this is the thing that bothers you i think i said that but they also have to communicate too and they have to feel like they can communicate too I've been watching a few clips on in, on on Facebook um, from the Reddit thread voice audio text reading things, and one of them like the the couple that I've watched are uh, men of Reddit. What do you wish girls knew? And a lot of them were saying a lot of the same things, and that it's that they wish they could be more emotionally vulnerable. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, damn, I got that in the bag because like I would be right there to support emotions because emotions are fucking important (laughs) i'm like dang i would be a catch (laughs) with something else that they had said too is that they don't want to be the one to always do the chasing or the initiating of the physical intimacy because they want to feel wanted too and i'm sitting here thinking yeah no that's all cool i am a-okay with all of that in fact i would prefer to do all of that. I will tell the person that I think they look great or that they're handsome or compliment them or things like that. I would be their hype person. I would be their personal hype person. 
because guys deserve that just as much. I've always had the standpoint, too, that girls should be more socially acceptable to do the pursuing as well. Because I've made a lot of first moves. Granted, they've never gone further than that, and that's probably scared off a good number of people. But I've made a lot of first moves. Because that's how I prefer to do things. Also, there shouldn't be a thing about it. Like, I keep seeing this in things like K-dramas or other kinds of shows or movies or whatever. The little times when they're going to like, I want to hold your hand, but I'm not going to just grab your hand kind of thing. I'm going to like rest it on my leg and and put the hint out like, hey, like take my hand <laughs> kind of deal. And I'm sitting here just being like, God fucking damn it. Just grab their goddamn hand. You both know that's what you're going for. Do the thing. If you know that that could be reciprocated, do the goddamn thing. Do it. Do it. One of the things that I've um, seen from someone I follow on Instagram at the recommendation of my therapist um, is that, like, okay, so, so, so for me and my whatever about first kisses or kissing in general is if it's not someone that I know I'm in a relationship with, then, or like, I want to pursue the relationship or something, I will ask them if I can kiss them. If the mood is right, I'm like, hey, I really want to kiss you. Can I do that? That throws people off. I've only ever done it once, to be fair, maybe twice. But that throws people off. But it's like, yo, I don't want to just invade your bubble. Get in your face, quite literally. Unless I know that that would be okay. But I'd be fine. If someone I was interested in did it to me, I wouldn't need them to ask. If the mutual whatever is there, then you don't necessarily have to ask. <laughs> like, oy. But like you see it in, in movies all the time where they don't. Or you just want to jump through the screen and push their face together and be like, fucking kiss or fucking hold hands or something, something to that effect. Drama. I got off topic, but as you can see <laughs> here, <clears throat> so that, and, and, and honestly, like there's a lot of things that I would love to do for my person when, if, and when I get a person, like I was joking, not joking, but I was talking to my one group chat, um, for my London peeps and I'm sitting here like, I, if I could, I would be like the cheesiest type of person because one of the things that I would absolutely love to do someday is like have a space, fill it full of like fairy lights and stuff and then like cover their eyes, walk them in and be like, okay, so well, I can't bring you up to the stars, I brought them down to you or something cheesy like that and then, you know, boom. But also, they'd also have to have a mutual love of, of stars, because that's a thing that I have a love for, um, is looking up at stars, or just, like, starlight-type lights. <laughs> like, fairy lights, or twinkle lights, or, you know, just, just shit like that. Um, I'm just like, all these things that I would fucking love to do for somebody. And I'm like, okay, if y'all need cheesy date ideas, I got you covered, because, like, I'm a big cheesy person because I'd love to do this stuff. I love planning things. 
I would love to plan elaborate, dumb, cheesy dates for for someone. <laughs> Please, let me do it. But the thing, though, too, is like... <sighs> it just is something that I wish I could do. And I know that the, that the thing about that is that, like... It would still be something I would want to do, I hope, years into the relationship. Or if I'm married or whatever... I'd still want to do dumb, cheesy stuff because <laughs> I like doing that stuff for people. I'm not very good at it, but I'd like to do it. I'd like to be good at it because, you know, it is what it is, though. It is what it is, though. Like just all the dumb cheesy things you could do like for real there's there's so many dumb cheesy things you could do that I would take the time to do and <laughs> like I don't know I'm also a big fan of just being comfortable in somebody's presence even if we're not doing much like being able to sit comfortably with someone and not do something with them is also important too like, it's one of those just being here makes me happy kind of deals. And mom had said that what she's, like, says is that, like, it's it's one of those things that you want to be happy to wake up with them every day. Um, and you have to want to be home or go home to them or be home with them. That's an important thing. And I'm like, yep, that, that all makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> It feels like it's common sense, but so, you know, but we kind of had a lot of, of, of clarifying or flipping of thoughts today, which was nice and a, and a good conversation overall, because like, I've always seen it as being a bad thing that I have no relationship experience because I don't. And I, and I've always thought that that was bad, but realistically though there's a lot of good with that too because as I said like everyone has emotional baggage yes but I won't have relationship baggage in that sense <laughs> and it's not that I care um if my person has been with a few partners or more like I don't really care but for my whatever it's kind of nice to not have that at the same time because as they said <laughs> you can kind of Build yourself to be that person. What mom had said was that, like, um, you, you basically become a couple, really. Like, you, you become parts of the other person. She said, like, she was totally different when she met my dad. And now they're very similar in, in lots of ways. But they, they were totally different when they first met. But they were similar enough, or there was enough respect at the end of the day that, you know, she stayed with him. And then she loved him. And, you know, they're married. And, you know, and they've been together this long. <laughs> She says, because the biggest thing is at the end of the day, the respect is what you need for that. Because she said, like, a lot of people go for things like the butterflies and the tingles and all that stuff. And while it's not a bad thing, it just won't be there forever. That's something I've been aware of for many, 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 many years. So for me, that's not news. <laughs> but, um, 
oh, sorry, I was just I was distracted by things on my curtain that I wasn't recognizing, and then I just remembered it's it's clips to hold the curtain closed. Because um, I'm like, what the fuck is that metal on my curtain? It's it's clips. Anyways, sorry. Um, yes. So she was like, yeah, the, the tingles and the butterflies and all that stuff doesn't last. And I'm sitting here thinking, I already know all this. Um, but she's like, at the end of the day, the respect for the other person will be what lasts. Hopefully, that'll be what you kind of need. And as long as you will respect that person and they respect you, that's what builds a strong foundation. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, damn, that's great. Um, and that is. <laughs> so... Yeah. So there was a lot of a lot of things discussed tonight. Um, cause like I had said, I was I was feeling a bit under the mood, under the happy mood, because of the fact that like my cousin announced that she's getting married, which I they were engaged, and you know I'm happy for her, but also you know having been single forever, um, it kind of sucks a bit that your younger cousins are getting married before you. But, you know, meh, 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 nothing I can do about it. Um, so it's just one of those things that it was kind of like a, well, you know, <sighs> and then like the fact that just society looks at being single when you're getting older as a bad thing. And again, I wouldn't be doing a relationship just because society's like, because I don't, I don't care. Well, it, well, it has a thing in the back of my head. I don't care at the same time, if that makes sense. I want to say it's one of those, it lives run free in the back of my mind kind of things, but it also doesn't matter because I don't care. And they're not going to like, like some random person on the street's not going to know if I'm single or not. So, you know, they're not going to know that I've never been in a relationship unless I tell them, oh yeah, no, I've never been in a relationship like that. They, they won't care. The average Joe won't care. The average random person on the street might be a little bit surprised because like anytime that I've told coworkers, oh yeah, no, I've never been in a relationship. Their reaction is really? And I'm like, have you fucking met me? Have you, have you met me to be saying really like that? Like, you know me and you're saying that. Like, I don't, I don't get what's so surprising about that. I really don't though. <laughs> I don't get where their surprise comes from. Because like, I've told older gentlemen this too. Like there's a <laughs> um, convenience store that's right like outside of my house basically. And when I've told him, oh yeah, no, I've, I've, I'm single and I've been single. Because he always jokes about, oh, your boyfriend should be driving you places when I get bus tickets. And I'm like, I don't have one. And I wouldn't want them to do that for me all the time anyways. He's like, and then he was joking about like, you know, every time that I'll go there, he'll joke about like, oh, your boyfriend should do this or like, have you got a boyfriend yet or whatever. And I'm just like, no, when I first told him that I'd never been in one, cause like got, I don't know where that conversation came to that point. Um, but he was so surprised. He's like, no, you're lying to me. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but like, I don't know what's so shocking about it. I really don't because for me it makes sense. I can I can make total sense out of that, but also I know me and you know you're way harsher on yourself than other people are. <laughs> Cuz mom was talking about how like when when I'm not in the best, you know, 
confident, whatever, I'll talk a lot and I'll ramble and I'll go real fast and blah, blah, blah. But then once you get past that, then she says, you're, you're, you're like calm and chill and stuff too. And I'm, I'm like, well, I mean, you're not quite right there because I get real hyped about things too. But I, I, I see what she's talking about though. And you have to be able to get past that first hurdle <laughs> to see that. And the thing is, is that most of the times that I've been interested in a person, they haven't gotten past that first initial, this is me kind of thing. So like, it's one of those things that if they were to develop feelings at all, if that were a potential thing, it would be later after they've known me for a while. I feel like anyway, but because I'm a person who is, well, if they don't show interest, I'm going to onto like shelf that and leave it be like I don't I don't want to pursue someone who is not interested in me I say this but I can't get over a person who's fucking unattainable but excuse me um when I was interested in a coworker at my old job I really was just like all the dumb tongue twisted can't talk blah 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 type of thing and once I found out um because I had a coworker who was married at the time even though the relationship wasn't great they were married um she offered to help me get like like you know help set me up with him and then they ended up dating um but she had the nice I'll call it decency because I had a friend who friend at the time who pulled that same sort of thing and it, she didn't tell me. I found out through a mutual friend that they were dating and they had been dating for a week and she never told me. I was livid. But this one had the decency to kind of say like, hey, I'm interested and I think he's interested. Like, are you okay if if we pursue something? And yeah, I was really hurt, but I don't want to be the person to get in the way of that. So I think... Um, if it were like a book, a scene in a book or a scene in a movie, the audience would be like screaming at me, no, don't fucking do it. Go keep fighting for it. But realistically, I don't want to be the person who causes other people to get hurt like that. So it's just not my thing for, it's not something I'm comfortable with, but I was able to kind of move on and put the feelings away once I found out that those two were going to date. I don't know if they're still dating to this day, but I'm hoping for their own whatevers that they are, because they were cute together, even though, you know, but it's one of those things, like, once I'm able to kind of get past the feelings, then I don't tend to have them again. So, like... <laughs> If there's no immediate kind of reciprocation to someone I'm interested in, then I will put the feelings away. And then if they develop feelings later, it doesn't, I don't pursue it or I, you know, because it's just, I don't have the feelings anymore. And that happened, I think, potentially with one of my former classmates back in the day was at first I thought I had feelings for him, but then he told me he had a girlfriend. So I was like, oh, okay, no. Mm -mm, that's gone <laughs> and then you know I don't know how many months go by we were talking all the time I would like walk 
to and from classes with him. I would sometimes sit in on his class with them because we were just having a good conversation because we did. And I just, I didn't think anything of it until one day he's like, I am thinking of breaking up with my girlfriend. And I'm like, what really? Why? He's like, because I think I have feelings for somebody else. And I'm like, um, I have to ask, is it me? And he said, well, what if it is? I'd say, and, and I told him, I'd say then, I'm really sorry, but I don't have those feelings for you. Someone actually thought we were dating. A couple of people in the class thought we were dating in his class because I was always hanging out with him and always chatting with him. <laughs> but no, he had a different girlfriend and they got married. So I'm just like, I don't want to be the person to break you and your girlfriend up because you think you have feelings for me, but you don't know for sure. Um, and I don't have those feelings for you anymore. So I don't want you to break up with your girlfriend just for that. Like if you break up and you break up, then that's on that's what you choose to do. But don't break up for me. <laughs> I think it comes down to the whole self-worth I was thinking back then. I'm not worth it. Don't break up with them because I'm not worth it. Because, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I still feel that way just for the sake of I don't want to cause somebody else to get hurt. Even though I'd never met his girlfriend. I don't even think she went to the same school. Like she didn't go to the same college or college at all. I don't know. But I've never met her. But I still didn't want her to get hurt for that sake. Like I don't want to be that person who breaks up a relationship. It doesn't feel right. So, so you know, it's just one of those things that once I don't have feelings for them, I don't get them back. And it's it just is hard because of the fact that you have to get past that first bit with me. <laughs> I want to say that it takes a little bit of time to get to know me and get past probably all that weird and pushy awayness that I do. Because I do. I push away. <laughs> if I'm interested in someone and I get any sort of whatever that they might not be interested or that they might be interested, I push away. Um, which sucks. Because, yeah, like I kept my current circle of friends pretty close to arm's length away for a long time because of my former friend at the time. I didn't want them to be upset with the fact that I had other friends that I would be hanging out with or doing stuff with because my former friend was not a very social person um, and they kind of made it evident all the time. And if I wanted to have people over in a, we'll say large, but not large gathering, they always kind of had negative things about that to say. So I would feel bad about wanting to have people over. So I just wouldn't do it because I didn't want to have fun without that person because I didn't want them to feel like they were being replaced or, uh, um, forgotten or whatever but once that friendship ended I have been able to pursue better friendships with them and I don't regret that decision at all I regret not doing it sooner if anything because now I've got friends that I am much closer to than before and they're I hate to say it better for me because we're not bringing each other down 
And that was something that my former friend and I had as a problem is we brought each other down. We didn't obviously do it intentionally, but we just weren't good for each other. Once I started going through my own shit in a worse manner than before, um, like from 2017, once once that incident happened, we were not good enough. Like we were, we were not good for each other at that point. It was, it was trauma bonding is what it really was because... That friendship had been kind of rocky for a little while, and then it just never really got better from there. I think we both tried to ignore it for the sake of how long we had been friends, but I think that did us both more harm than good, and that kind of sucks, but it's one of those things. Like I wish them all the best. I hope that they can recover from their depression, their anxiety, their like anything that's going on with them. I hope that they can recover from that. I genuinely hope that they can. I hope that they have the will to fight to do it because I know that that's been something that they fought with for a long time and I honestly hope that they can get better. But neither of us were good for each other and once we were not friends, once that ended, I know I myself felt like years of heavy lifting kind of got removed from my plate because I didn't have to be responsible in a sense for somebody else's well-being and it's not that they put that on me on purpose but I'm a person who is like give me all your trouble I'll take all your trouble I'll deal with it because I can and that's just my fault but once I didn't have to do that, I was able to start my own recovery and feeling better about things. Like the past three years has been very hard and the past year alone has been a lot of work since. Like there's been a lot of fast progress, a lot of actual progress and it's because I don't have to feel bad about getting better if they are still not getting better because part of it was that I was scared to get better and that they wouldn't get better and that they would be sad that I was getting better or they would feel bad that I was getting better and they weren't and and that had kind of happened or that I wouldn't be able to share the happy that I was getting from getting better because they weren't getting better but not that that's not a thing I have to be responsible for I can get better I can be happy I can do things like have a party and not feel bad that they don't want to come because of social anxiety and I get that I'm not a huge social person I like my group of people and I have my group of people it's not huge I don't need it to be huge but I do want my friends to kind of all know who I'm referring to <laughs> when I'm talking about other friends because now a couple of them have met so I can be like, oh yeah, this person, you met them at Halloween, even though you've met them twice. Like you met them at beach day, you met them at Halloween, but you've met them. And now they'll know who I'm talking about. Now I just have to get my college friends to meet my other friends so that, you know, <laughs> that will come full circle. <laughs> um, a couple of them met over Discord because we played game nights, um, which is great. And I really think we should do it again. Um, obviously my coworkers have all met each other because we're, we all met at the same place and two of them are siblings. Um, so we all went through the same hell together. Um, and 
you know, like it's, it's, it's nice to be able to have groups of friends that are together because I like my friends. I like all my friends and I hope that they all get along because like, I like to think that I pick people good. I, I like my people and I hope my people like my people too. <laughs> so like, I, I like the fact that a lot of us are very similar minded people and, and it just is so cool. <laughs> and it was very weird because especially when I first started hanging out with them more, like I felt comfortable enough to explain like, hey, this is not something I'm used to because this was never a thing um, that I had in this other friendship. So like I am weirded out by the fact that you just want to hang out for the sake of wanting to hang out. There's no ulterior motives. And it's not that my former friend had ulterior motives for things, but like, I, I don't feel like it will drag me down to hang out with them because, and I didn't know this until after, but hanging out with someone shouldn't be that exhausting. Both my former friend and I would typically talk about how exhausted we were after hanging out. I don't think either of us realized that that was probably because we were a lot. Like, like, yes, I have a social battery that needs to recharge, but I don't feel bad when I feel tired. It's not a bad tired. It's a content tired. When it was my former friend and I, I don't know if they felt the same way, but it definitely wasn't always a, it was, there was sometimes that I was a bad tired. I felt exhausted from hanging out because it felt like a lot of, mental willpower so I don't know if they felt the same but honestly I didn't know that that was not good <laughs> and like 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 my like Allie she got mad at me that I didn't tell her it was my birthday because she said she would have booked it off my former friend would not have booked it off in fact they would have usually made it seem kind of like an inconvenience because they didn't like their birthday which was fair but that made me not like my birthday too, because they, I didn't feel like they want to hang out with me because if I said like, oh, I want to do something on my birthday, they'll be like, well, if I'm not working. So that was kind of the expectation that I had come to get used to for many years is that, well, they'll only do something if they're not busy. So, I mean, this is only year two of being able to do birthday stuff though I've got the concert on my birthday so you know and I've had previous concerts that were around birthday weekend so <laughs> but I don't have to feel bad about actually being happy that it's my birthday I don't like the fact that I'm getting older <laughs> I'm gonna be 29 this year because I was born in 1993 I don't like the fact that I'm getting older <laughs> and that I have like nothing to show for my life but you know <laughs> um besides that besides that like I can enjoy the fact that it's my birthday so like I don't know it's it's been interesting it has been an interesting year because now it's been a year and a bit actually since my former friend and I were no longer friends and I've had a lot of growth since and it's just been interesting um, but as far as like relationships go, 
I would not have been able to even fathom being in a proper relationship um, while I was still, if I was still friends with that person. And that's not anything to do with their fault, but I would have felt bad being happy. And that's not on them. That's, that's entirely my own internal process. Um, but I would have felt bad being happy. And, um, I've seen them rant about things like their friends that they have hanging out with their significant others and that they felt like they were being forgotten or left behind. And I didn't want to do that. And they still <laughs> do that. So I didn't, I don't, I didn't want to be that person, but I would not have been happy being in a relationship because I would have been, I would have been, I would have been made to feel bad. Um, but I wouldn't have even fathomed the idea of a relationship. I tried, but I still also have a lot of my own shit to work through too. <laughs> so I've got a couple of can of worms that are on the roster to open. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. Um, but I feel a lot better having talked to my mom and dad about it today. Cause like my dad and I don't typically talk about things like relationships and stuff. We had a conversation, um, at my grandpa's celebration of life, um, after he'd passed, we were walking laps before people were coming in. Cause we got there really early. We got there like we were the first people there. Um, we were helping set up a bit or I was helping set up a bit, um, just chatting with the staff and stuff. And then my dad was walking laps. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to walk laps with him. And we talked about relationships because typically I want to say that that's not really a father daughter conversation. It's more of like the dad will talk to the sons and the mom will talk to the daughters, but like, it was neat to kind of get his perspective of relationships and things too because he's a guy. He's got a guy brain. <laughs> but it was neat to get his opinion on stuff. And especially because like we got that tonight too. And it was nice to kind of see his perspective of of the never having relationship thing too. Um, because it was just kind of nice to, to feel like it's not actually as bad as I thought. So I'm still not exactly the fullestly happy. <laughs> I'm not as happy as I could be about the fact that I've been single my entire life, but I'm not seeing it as bad as before. That's the moral of the story. <sighs> I'm not seeing it as bad as I used to because mom was talking about it and dad was talking about it and they both kind of said the same thing in that without having relationships prior to like you don't have the baggage from the other relationships. You're not carrying other relationship baggage. Of course, we've all got our own emotional baggage and our own whatever baggage, but I'm not carrying relationship baggage on top of that. And uh, as I mentioned to them too, I'm like, yeah, no, you know, that makes sense because I don't have comparison to do. I don't have anything to compare to. So it's like, you know, and that's, not a bad thing but the thing is and I'm not sure if this is a bad mentality to go into the potential dating world with but the thing is for me is like I don't know if 
when I get into a relationship that that's going to be the one forever. I would like to think so, personally, but I think statistic-wise and reality-wise, it likely isn't the case that the first relationship I get into will be the one that I'm in forever. And it's not... I'm sure there's more to it in my head than, than just because of statistics and stuff. But, like, what mom had said was that she knew um, she would make a better second wife because then she would have met someone who's more mature and knows more what they want from that. She's like, and, and realistically, like, you might make a better second wife too. But I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know, because... I I don't I don't know. <laughs> like I obviously have no qualms about if someone's been divorced or whatever. But because I don't I don't really care. But it's just a matter of how will they see it? I've always been afraid that they would see it badly that I've never been in a relationship. And that they would be like, well, what's wrong with you for not having been in a relationship? You know, well, there's plenty wrong. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's plenty of things I have to work on. <laughs> but, and, and I have been, that's the thing. I've been putting in a lot of the work. I've been doing a lot of the legwork. <laughs> so, um, it's fun because Kendra's always like, well, you sound like you're, you're kind of wanting to dip your toes in and like, you're kind of wanting to you know, finally explore that because you're finally starting to see like you can be loved, you are worth being loved and, you know, because it's true, even if I can't always believe it. You know? So anywho moral of the story is that it's not as bad as I thought. In fact it might actually be not a bad thing. Because my dad was saying, like, realistically, it's a clean slate. So instead of seeing it as like, oh, well, like, you know, damaged goods because no one's ever dated. It's a clean slate. It's a fresh start. <laughs> it's like freshly falling snow. <laughs> but, yeah. It's just one of those things, like... It might not be as bad as I thought. So. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. Anyways, I'm gonna go to bed because it is 108 in the morning. And I work tomorrow. Huzzah. You know we've been getting snow the last couple of days on an unrelated note. We've been getting fucking snow. It was okay today. I went to my friends to play darts for like an hour just to help her kind of unwind from, like take a break from work for a second. I didn't look out the window or anything. I just put on a sweater, put on clothes, like, you know, normal people clothes instead of pajamas. And I just went out the door. I didn't wear a jacket. I didn't check the temperature. I didn't check the weather. And it was fucking snowing. And I'm like, Jesus, it's, it's fucking snowing. What the hell? Where did this come from? But I mean, I should have known we've had snow for the last few days. Oh, yeah. Anyways, good night. <laughs> good night, good morning, good afternoon, good day. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Bye.